He saw and he believed. I remember when I was a child learning math. Sometimes the concept came easy. Sometimes they took a while to figure out. Most often it took a good teacher to explain those difficult concepts to me before I got it. Before the penny dropped, so to speak. I'm sure that has happened to you and Matt too. But until that moment, we are often confused and bewildered. And after that moment, it unlocks everything. And we sail along with our math until we hit the next level. That's why we call those moments, aha moments. I think that's a great image for what we celebrate today in the resurrection. Or what the the resurrection is meant for us. It's meant to be a great aha moment. The resurrection of Christ changes everything. It certainly did for the disciples. Until the Lord was risen from the dead, nothing made sense to them. The disciples were confused and bewildered. And that's exactly what we celebrate today. The ultimate aha moment after which our whole lives make sense. But I suspect that many of us, we remain confused. Because we have not fully experienced the resurrection ourselves. I don't mean that we haven't died and gone to heaven ourselves. Although I know that will happen in our final destiny, I pray. But rather, we haven't had a true aha moment of the risen Jesus, the risen Christ. Or to use the language of today's gospel, we haven't gone into the empty tomb like the beloved disciple who saw and believed. So what does it mean then for us to see and believe today? Pannenberg, the great German philosopher, says that our, all our life will only make sense in our own resurrection. That until then, we must choose to believe that our life has purpose. We must choose to see and believe. In order to do this well, we need to look with eyes of faith so that we can truly see what is before us. That's always the greatest challenge, to really look and to see. Time and time again, the disciples looked but did not see. And that remains our greatest challenge as disciples today. So how can we really see? Well, let's go back to the math teacher to help for a moment. The best of teachers are those who are champions of their students who want their students to experience what they are learning, not just learn what they are teaching. In the concepts of math, it's applying the math to a specific practical problem, such as how much would it cost to buy so many apples to explain multiplication, or how pool balls hitting off each other explains physics. You see, for Jesus, the master teacher, he showed his disciples repeatedly that he was the way, the truth, and the life. And that his practical way was the way of love. You see, the resurrection is all about love. That despite all the bitterness, the ugliness, the cursing, the beatings and the suffering, the poison and the hate that Jesus endured and received on Good Friday and the cross, Jesus takes all that in and absorbs it and transforms it and gives back blessing and forgiveness. Jesus gives back love. That's what changes everything. Love casts out the darkness. 
Love shines a light in the middle of the darkness. Love heals every wound. Love overcomes every kind of evil. Love is victorious. That is the message of Easter. And that love has the power to change everything. That's the great aha. Love changes everything. Now, we must internalize that and live that message at home. I mean, it's great that we all come here to Easter Sunday Mass. Don't get me wrong, it is wonderful. But if that's all we do is to come to Mass, then it's a scandal to the gospel. It's an absolute scandal to our faith. If all we do is come here, celebrate, go home and have a nice big dinner on Easter Sunday, then empty is our faith. That's not Easter at all. That's not even our faith. You see, and as most certainly not the resurrection. See, what we need to do is to go and live it. We have to apply our learning. We have to apply what we believe it is and teach others by the way we love one another. You see, what we must do is see, believe, and love. So when when there is darkness in our lives, then we are called to be the light of love. Because if it's not you and I, then who will it be? You You and I are the ones today who claim to believe in Jesus, the risen Jesus. So if not us, then who? So we must do, as Ron Rollheiser says, is become like water purifiers. Think for a moment what a water purifier does. It takes in water that is polluted and contaminated. It absorbs in all the pollutants, transforms it, and gives back clean water. That's the very thing that Christ does in transforming the hate of the cross, the violence of the cross, into the beauty of the resurrection and the love of the resurrection. And that's what we are called to do too. It means that when when we receive hatred, then we need to take it in, hold it, transform it, and give back love. When we get curses, we hold it, transform, and give back blessing. When we get fear, take it in, hold it, transform it, and give back freedom. When we get all the different traits of Satan and all his empty promises, then we take them in, hold them, transform them, and give back God in all his wonder and awe. In the end, we're called to take in sin, our own and others. We hold it, transform it, and give back forgiveness. That is the resurrection that says that hate will not have the final world, that love will be my final word. My friends, today we gather to celebrate Easter, and so we should. We celebrate the great aha moment, the resurrection. So we come to see and believe, we come to love. And love changes everything. Love changes everything.